if you can make God bleed, the people will cease to believe in him, and they will be blood in the water, and the sharks will come. The truth, all I have to do is sit here and watch, as the world will consume you. <laughs> Hello, everybody! Welcome to Cinematic Saga Dash Saga of the Stones Dash Iron Man 2. My name is Chris, sometimes online known as Simi, here with Beth, who just watched the trailer to Iron Man 2. Yes, we just watched Iron Man 2 trailer and we are getting our first reactions. You can hear how excited Beth is for it. Yeah, I uh, didn't say a word to him. I just gestured to him to turn on the recorder because I, I... This looks like a dang video game. <laughs> I mean, where are we, I, I'm not even sure what video game this is because I haven't played enough fighting video games, but I'm pretty sure it is one. Stark looks like he's still going to be the egotistical ass he was in the first movie, which we just finished watching and I was oh so impressed with. And so there's an Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. Are you making me watch that crap, too? It's after Avengers. We got time. Oh, thank God. <laughs> These two I, go back to back chronologically. I'm, I'm not, not, uh, not sure I'm looking forward to this when we watch it in a couple of weeks. I'm honest, to be honest. Yeah, I already have a headache that day. <laughs> yeah. So there. That's my first impressions of... The Iron Man 2 trailer. I, I I was very disappointed with the trailer. I know the movie, and, and I know how they put trailers together later. And it, It's just, it's kind of upsetting how... Hinky it is? It, yeah, it's, it's, real, it's real hokey, and it's real surface level, and... You know what it reminded me of? No, I don't. Oh, I'm what's that head. game? Pong. Uh, no, the they're two fighter guys, and you push a button, and they click the punch one to the Oh, Robo Rumble. No, that's not what it's called. Yeah, where you got the we got the the robots, and they do this. And one it's not of called Robo Rumble, isn't it? No. I'll look it up so we can see. I think it is. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's also true. You make statements like it make it so. What is it called? Well, I'm trying. I'm filling time. Blah, blah, blah. We'll geek out or something. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there. It's just, it's hard to talk about. I'm, uh, uh the, the, the guy, I, I, you, you didn't see Rhodes from the first movie, but he was there. <laughs> see him. He was in every shot. He replaced him as an actor. Oh, funny. Don Cheadle plays him now. Don Cheadle? That's right, right? I'm pretty sure that's right. Rock'em Sock'em Robots! Oh, my mine sounds better. No, no, it doesn't. Robo These Rumble. Guys, yeah, Rock 'em Sock 'em Robots. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, Robo Rumble is hey, exactly what you were thinking of. They're never in a wrestling of. ring, and they're popping each other. They're robots in a wrestling ring. Robo Rumble. Oh, apparently you can get Rock 'em Sock 'em Robots in a mini size, travel size too. That but anyway, horrible. that's how cheesy. My impression. Of this whole thing was. Okay. <laughs> and like I said, I think I already have a headache on whatever day we are supposed to watch <laughs> Iron Man 2. 
And I know I have a headache on the day we have to watch Iron Man 3. I I think you'll like Iron Man 3 better because there's not a lot as much of that stuff. The it, hokey BS, you mean? I mean, there's... I mean, it's... It's a superhero movie, so there's always hokey BS. You know what? But the, the until today, there wasn't as much hokey BS. I mean, even with good lord, we had aliens or something going on in Captain Marvel, and I didn't find it as hokey as I found that damn trailer. <laughs> the trailer, I feel like, doesn't do it justice. I, I will also say that a lot of people very much dislike Iron Man Two. I think it's not one of the top tiers, but it's not as bad as people say. It's worse than... I'll be the judge of that later. I, I, I'm very much looking forward to your opinion. But, for now, the next thing we'll do is watch the actual movie and see what you think. It'll be interesting. I'm super excited. See? You heard it from her. She's super excited. Silence. <laughs> Hi, I'm Beth. They, they know. Remember we recorded the intro already? Did we already do that? Yeah, the intros wow. we do during the trailer. Oh, hell, I don't remember. <laughs> Although, I mean, it could just be a recurring bit at this point. You just introduce yourself every time. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so first reaction after the movie. Well, I, I must say, first of all, this was much better than Iron Man 1. You can pretty much skip one. Just watch two. Two is much more entertaining. It's a much better movie. And you actually have somebody to hate more than the main character, which is a bonus. It's interesting. I, I really wonder now. I, I wish, I really actually wish there was a way to go back, take away all your memories of the other movies and watch Iron Man 2 for the first time without any of the other movies. And see how your opinion would change. Because I I wonder if maybe you think less of Iron Man because it came after two fairly good movies. You're right, and Iron Man sucked. <laughs> and I've, I've always thought Iron Man was lower on the, the totem pole. It's, it's very slow and very boring. Well, it's, it's, it's like we talked about last time, it's very shallow. It's... It's the Tony yeah. Stark show. It is, and he's dick. And and he he does go through some changes. He does grow as a character, but it's really focused in on him, and not what Marvel ends up becoming really good and known for, which is kind of setting up the stories going forward. I mean, here we got uh, we got a new Rhodey, um, but Rhodey steps into the war machine. And then he becomes a thing that keeps going. We had the senator. We'll see him again. Um, Justin Hammer, we won't see. But the, the person... Well, hopefully is... he's going to prison because he <laughs> was a sleazeball. He, he was a sleazeball. But he, he, he also, like, there's just a little bit there that will come up that will be referenced in Doctor Strange, which is, like, ten movies away from here. So, like, they're, they're seeding things in now. Whereas in Iron Man, which was the first one put out, it, it was kind of like, well, it might not work, so why put all this extra effort into it? Well, they sure didn't put enough. <laughs> it, it, it was a good movie for what they were going for. It was 
I mean, it was probably You cannot still, say that was a good movie. It was not I, a good movie. Though. It was a good movie for a comic book movie at the time. Because oh my gosh. Comic book movies hadn't rough. been even that good, really, up till then. We, well, some of them had. Be but, thankful I never watched any of that crap. <laughs> but this, I, this was as good as I remembered it. I really enjoyed this movie, and I did not expect to at all. Mm-hmm. I was prepared to hate this, to suffer through it. Oh, man. Really, I was prepared to, because I really did not enjoy Iron Man. Yeah, and if you didn't listen to her reaction to Iron Man, definitely stop right now. Go listen to that, because... I'm going to really try to keep her from going back to it, how much she disliked it, because she really disliked it. And this movie did, obviously, a this, much better job, especially for her. <laughs> yes, this movie, there was a lot more in it. Yes. There was a lot more character development, yep. and not just the negative aspects of one. I mean, you, Tony Stark, egotistical jerk. Mm-hmm. Well prick. But then... You get Mr. Hammer, <laughs> who's a sleazeball egotistical jerk, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, uh, Tony's starting to look like Mother Teresa. Well, and, and in this one, like, at the end of Iron Man, we saw that he had kind of changed a bit. He It was more he changed his focus. He was still kind of selfish. He, he was totally selfish and self-centered, though, as... But he had started to look beyond himself, at least, a little well, bit. Well, he had started to look beyond blowing stuff up right. and protecting things instead, right. but... It was still a selfish motivation. Let's be real. The beginning of this movie, he flies into his own expo... <laughs> After being dropped out of what appears to be a bomber of some sort (laughs) and flies in and removes the suit a piece at a time to his dapper Armani suit (laughs) Um, and then sings his own praises. He does. But as we go to find out, like... He's being very erratic and self-absorbed. And as we find out, like, he's dying. So he's kind of, like, all over the place, which I thought was super cool. Because you come into this movie, you could think... Super cool that he's dying. That's nice. Well, no, it's super cool that, like, we get a justification why he kind of has regressed a bit. Because the, the Stark at the beginning of this movie, I don't think, is really the Stark at the end of Iron Man. Because he had changed a bit. He wasn't all about showmanship he he had that selfishness which is why he had revealed himself but really he didn't have to be that way anymore so all of a sudden you know you're like well, did they just reset him for a good story so they could have him grow again which is a common thing tv shows and movies like this will do they they actually give him a good reason he's actually dying so he's like well i'm gonna live it up for the little bit of time i got left and and so it was really cool to me that he's kind of like he still wants to he still wants to have that change, but at the same time he still has a lifetime of his bad choices he's fighting against and he's dying anyway. And there's the Are dead you done stare. Talking? I just wonder because I'm not sure you took a breath in that. You can just jump saying. in anywhere. I always stop and let you go if you want to jump in with something. 
No, I got nothing. <laughs> I I thought it was interesting. I I never thought about this before, but when he jumps out of that carrier or whatever, like he's already in the suit, right? But the suit can fly, right? So why? What? And and so like it, because so, he's a pretentious jackass. So it's either that. Or he was trying not to use the suit as much because that burns up the palladium faster. Could be. It could be, but it is kind of one of those things like... It, it, that could go either way. It, it really Or could. it's both. Yeah. It's very probably both. Very probably. There's also another interesting thing. The beginning with uh, Ivan Vanko. Uh, otherwise yeah, the known, creepy Russian guy. Yes, otherwise known as Whiplash. He, they never give him that name, but that's the character he's based on in the comics. Yeah, sure, I would know that. I mean, he's got whips, so when I say whiplash, it's obvious what I mean, right? (laughs) But what's interesting is you get kind of a parallel to Tony's kind of building the arc reactor in the cave. Yes. Which is cool, but there's some notable differences. Ivan Vanko has blueprints. Yes. Stark did it from memory. Yes. And he did it, you know, he miniaturized it all from memory. Not only that, he took other tech and modified it for that whereas Vanko just kind of acquired what he needed and built it. So like you kind of start getting that parallel that these two are very similar but Stark is the better thinker and the and the faster thinker because he can do it instantly and that plays out later. Yes. In a lot of the ways that things go on. And then we get introduced to Hammer who's another person who seems to be on that same level but that isn't. isn't really. Oh no because every tech piece of his that we see Fails. Yes. Because we, we see, I think, exactly two things of his. And the first is that robot, he says, turn right, and it turns almost all the way around. Guy's spine's broken. But they make a point of saying, that guy survived. Which I said, well, you'll hear about him in Doctor Strange. And then the ex-wife, he's re- he says, says specifically, I developed this. And my first time through, I'm like, well, that's going to fail. because Funny. Because you know it is. It's built up to be this huge thing. And just then, like he does himself. He's yeah. built himself up and, and he, it's all talk. He just can't compete at that same level. But he's the people person. He knows the right people. So that's why he yes. gets the DOD contract when Stark says, I'm done. He's just yeah. the kind of the second fiddle. Interesting, though, he's he seems to be, and, and I don't know the comics super well, but from what I understand, he's kind of more of a... He's what? kind of more of a mastermind... In the, the comics, he, he is Tony Stark's antagonist, but he kind of sends other people at him. He, he gets tech and gives other people that tech to then fight Iron Man. Um, so it's kind of interesting the way they, they play him that yeah, same kind of way. somebody else to do the tech. Yeah, he, and he does that here. He's just a little more of a kind of a moron, really. Less of a master he's, strategist. He's, he's a, I don't like him at all. <laughs> From the start... Start. Oh, reading your notes. Anything good in there? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember what what I meant here. Oh, you can't even read his own writing. I can read the writing, I just can't remember. I just... Oh, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll just skip that one then. <laughs> Maybe it'll come back. I probably won't. Okay. Anytime I've skipped something so far, I, I never come back to it because I can't ever remember it. But um, there are a couple points in this uh, where, where Robert Downey Jr. actually improv based on what was happening in the moment. The first being, uh, he's working in his little workshop, and Potts comes in, and she's sick, and he does that whole, need to wear a mask. Yeah. That was all improv, because 
Gwyneth Paltrow was actually sick that day, and he just like worked it in because she, you know, was yeah sounded it, and so he just kind of threw it in. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. It, it was. I think it was the first line that you were like, Whoa, "That was good." <laughs> there were several in this movie, and and that becomes that's very much a stark thing going forward. That snarky quick wittedness, like oh, he, that's why I like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. You wish you could do that. Whatever. Ha 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 ha. That's right. I can do it too. Can anybody hear eyes rolling? I, I'm pretty sure those rocks in the, in your head give it away. Whatever. <laughs> there they go again. <laughs> Another interesting thing I found out in some of the things I've uh, Are you sure it's interesting? watched since. And yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I might just start ignoring those comments. Whatever. <laughs> I, I love it when he tells me about movies I'm not allowed to watch yet. Oh, here. This is interesting. You'll see this, I don't know, in about six or eight months when we get to this movie. Because I'm going to remember this conversation. No, but then I can call back to it and it might re- tick in your memory. The rocks you just implied that are in my head? Yeah, rocks don't get damaged super easily. You might imprint on one of them. Gotcha. See? <laughs> No, but it was interesting uh, when they go to Monaco, he talks to Elon Musk. You know who that is, right? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. I don't want to assume. I'm not even calling you dumb. I I didn't know who he was. Not this time. Not this time. I, I, anyway. Anyway, he's in there because really all the work that's done on the drones is done in a SpaceX, which is his thing, in a SpaceX warehouse. So it's kind of interesting that they uh, put those in there, but... Even before that, before the first Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. actually sat down and talked with Elon Musk to kind of figure out how to be this character. Because it's Funny. a kind yeah. of similar deal. That's so cool. was that an interesting fact? That was an interesting fact. There you go. Thank and you. And it didn't apply to movies ten, 10 down the road. So yeah, that was actually interesting. <laughs> Fun facts with Chris. <laughs> the new bit. <laughs> It's not going to go very well, everyone. <laughs> I don't think I ever really noticed it before, but uh, in the, the suit versus suit SmackDown, even though the fa- there, there, there's just really nothing going on in the face mask, you can really feel the emotion there. You absolutely can. <laughs> and it's like, it's not the music because the music is really just generic. Oh, heck, I didn't even notice the music. And Because and, I was listening, I'm like... It, and that's one thing I've been watching them for is the music in a lot of these movies, but like the lights and the eyes change, they do dim or brighten. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I just noticed like the way the head turns and like the speed and all that, and, and the tilt. Yeah, it's like, like excuse <laughs> me. He he gets that plate thrown at the back of his head and he just turns slowly and it's like half of his face in the screen and I'm like, wow, you can see the pissed off. Behind the screen, the metal mask yes. right there, and I was like, "That's that's pretty impressive to do yep. that all with posture." Yep, in in a very stiff suit because those metal yeah, in metal in metal because they can't. Like, you can do a lot with your body even if you cover your face, but when your whole body is restricted in certain ways, to just be able to do that in the way you move your head, you know, they did those very well. Oh yeah. <laughs> they really did, and I expected from watching the trailer mm-hmm. last time, 
and just the bits they showed you, I expected it to be much hokier than mm-hmm. it was in that last battle with all the the drones right. and everything going on. And they actually did a pretty good job because the only part that I thought was really hokey was Scarlett Johansson, you know, acrobatics kicking all the men's butts. Why'd you think that was hokey, though? That's what I'm curious about. I mean, about. come on. Every, she'd stop. And then she's looking at the camera. Really? We pose after we kick somebody's ass every time? <laughs> Seriously. I, I mean, it's, she's not really posing. It's really the, the last uh, stance she was in. So she finishes it, and so her momentum carries her there. And what we're seeing is her looking into the next objective. Sure, let's go with that. Be, well, because And I say that because she's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., as we, as we learned in this yes. movie. But she's also, more than that, she's Black Widow, who is a very prominent figure in the Marvel Universe. She, she's a highly, highly trained assassin. Would I know that at this point? It doesn't matter. You, it, it's not stuff that would really change anything. Cause you'll, you'll, I don't care if she's a spider or not. She's not a spider. She's, she's, a per- she's just a normal she's person. She's a Black Widow. She kills her mates. She's the Black Widow because that was traditionally how she went about getting information. She'd seduce people, and then when she had what she needed, she'd take them out. And you start seeing that I don't that care. Here. I still thought it was hokey. Okay. I mean, that's fine. It's just, it's just a, it's a super awesome display of her skill, because It you was see fake it, as hell. Well, <laughs> Iron Man was fake as hell. Oh no, he is the flying robot. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you hear her here first. The flying robot powered by a fake element in someone's chest was more real than the person acrobatically taking down multiple people in a room just because she looked serious and posed at the end of each takedown to set herself up for the next one. That was the fake stuff, not yes. the flying robots. Exactly. Oh, I'm glad you, you are get ridiculous. It. I'm glad you get it. You are ridiculous. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. But I don't care if I'm ridiculous. If you were watching carefully, and, and I didn't pick it up the first time, so I don't know if you did or not, but... Are you talking to me or the people at home? You or oh, anyone okay. at home. I'm not real sure. Sorry, I'm trying I'm trying to talk into my mic a lot of the time, so that way I keep the, the sound pure. Oh. Purity. We're looking for purity here. Anyway. Something's gotta be pure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Man, now I lost my train of thought. Short train. Oh, if you're watching carefully, um, during the, the, the suit v suit beatdown, when they crash through the ceiling and mm-hmm. you got Pepper and, and Natasha there, Pepper goes, oh! And then like starts back surprised. Natasha actually goes into a fighting stance for a second. Uh, it's it's super it. quick, and I never noticed it until I think the forty seventh time he watched it. <laughs> it, it 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 was it was very late into the number of times I've seen it, but it's super quick, and it's something super easy to miss, and it's super cool that they took the time to do that because they could have just not worried about it because who cares? She might just been deep in the role, but she instinctively reacts that way, and it sets her up for rolling, what they're doing. Rolling my eyes again. Oh, I hate that people are going to love that about you. 
I hate that my test listeners loved how snarky you were about all of this. <laughs> well, but again, it's, I'm doing it to myself because that was the whole concept here. This is your idea, then. I know, I know. I'm the idiot. What? And you knew. I I know. You knew me. I pitched before. it to you that way. Yes. I said you, you can knew. make fun of me while we do you it. You knew. You knew this was my personality. Yep. yep. And what yep. you were setting yourself up it's, for. It's my own fault. Yes. It's my own fault. And weirdly, I guess maybe I weirdly, kind of, he seems to be enjoying it. I guess weirdly, maybe I thought people would feel for me. <laughs> no, because I understand what's going on, and you're just like, it's all stupid. <laughs> say that, you moron. I'm pretty sure I could find a soundbite where you said those exact words. That it's all stupid? And did I say it like this? <laughs> do I sound like this? <laughs> God, I hope not. I haven't listened to one of these, and now maybe I shouldn't. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. I, I've had strangers who don't even know me listen to it, and Beth hasn't even listened to any of these yet. Nope, not one. She was the first one I gave the link to. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, as long as she, as long as she, I was present else... for this part. <laughs> really, do I have to listen to it all again? No, seriously. You don't. Know. You know, no, but can't complain about what I do with it. I don't even understand half of it. So why, why am I going to complain? The hokiest thing about this movie, though, to get us back on track. The hokiest thing about this movie is that final suit battle. Just because, like, they did all that with the drones, and then he comes in, and it's just it's just a rehash of the warmonger fight. Which, it's not horrible, and it's kind of neat that they he uses still the whips. He sticks to that and kind of builds his suit around I it. See, I didn't even... That didn't even bother me. It's just, it's just hokey after a bunch of robot fights... To end the exact same way the last one did. He could have easily ended with just the, the drones, then going into the explosion, and then catching him, Ivan, in the, the compound. They didn't have to do another big robot fight. And it's it's not horrible. It's just, in a movie that's a lot of good things, that to me was the, the worst part of the movie. Funny. That was not my worst part of the movie. I mean, they, they set it up. It's not like it came out of nowhere. It's completely and 100% predictable. I actually, uh, yeah, well. And it's, it's, a, it's a comic book movie. Of course it's predictable. Didn't we already have this discussion? <laughs> I mean, what do you want? No, I never said it was. A, it just, it was, it was unnecessary as far I as I'm liked concerned. It. But, I mean, they, they did it justice, even though it was hokey, in using his... hokey people. More than likely, you guys have seen this, and most of you will You'd say probably agree with me because Chris is wrong. That I am right wrong. because wrong. Beth has a proven track record of being wrong about these movies. The last one was horrible. This one was really good, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure most of the people who watch the MCU movies would put Iron Man one over this one. Well, they're wrong too. Whole world's wrong. Beth has the only real opinion. Hello? <laughs> but... Oh, welcome to my world, finally! As hokey as it was, I did like that they used the whips in a different way, and they had the they, they had the articulating gears that would 
let it out and drag it back in so he could whip someone, drag them in, and do all these cool things. And and the drones even were, were kind of, it was neat the way they, each one was a set of the military and had a kind oh, of Oh, they forgot thing. the Coast Guard. Can you believe it, everybody? They forgot the Coast Guard. <sighs> I don't care about the Coast Guard. I know. <laughs> we, ha- we have Navy and Marines. What more do you want? Let me Coast Guard. <laughs> okay. Another story. <laughs> Look forward to bonus episodes with Beth. No, there will be no bonus episodes. But that was entertaining for me. So there you go. <laughs> you just wait. I'll work on her. <laughs> Actually, no. No, he will not. I'll, 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 I'll make her voice indistinguishable. But we'll all know. Anything else you want to talk about with the movie? At the end. Pepper. Freaking finally. Oh my gosh, finally. Mm-hmm. I've been leading up to that since the beginning of movie one. Yep, they, they peppered So I movie. was <laughs> cheered when there was the kiss at the end. They, they uh, to, to, to be too on the nose with it, they peppered in that development all the way through two movies now. <laughs> Uh, she rolled her eyes at that, and I hope all of you at home did as well, because... Oh, that was awful. It was, oh, that was wonderful. Bad. It was bad. It's the best ever. But yeah, that, I, um... It's, it's a little, story-wise, it's a little unearned, but they set it up that it was going that direction, so it's not, it doesn't feel cheap. No. It, it, he didn't develop that enough. It's just kind of more like a, it almost seemed more like a knee-jerk reaction type thing. Oh, and I loved, oh, I think it was, it might have been my favorite part of this whole movie. When he saves Pepper, like, I was, I think I turned to the person I was watching the movie with, it might have been one of my brothers, in the theater and said, watch, he's going to swoop in and just snag her and somehow she's going to survive. But nope, he flew in, he stopped, grabbed her, and flew off. I'm like, yep. Yes! They didn't totally <laughs> abandon physics. No, they did not. Because if that was Superman, he would have just right. flew right through gutter. Even though that would have chopped her in half. I was so happy. There was no chopping of pepper. No, there was no chopping of pepper. Maybe later. She didn't get put in the grinder. No. Not not yet. Not yet. Not not yet. Well, not in this movie. I haven't seen three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens then. Oh, man. Three. What is the next movie? Hulk. Oh, you said that one was bad. I I like it. Most of the Marvel community, especially those on the Marvel Cinematic Universe wheel. You mean the really bigger geeks? Like yeah. Okay, well, yeah. it'll be interesting it's, to see what I think of it. I, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I will be very interested. I remember very key moments from it. So I'm very curious what you'll think. It'll be interesting. Well, I am predicting. I think maybe I'll make this part of. Oh look, part a of new this going segment, forward. everyone. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know about it. We're having a segment. Yeah, I'm making up just as we're just right now. Um, I am predicting Beth is going to be kind of meh on the Hulk. Oh well, like, we'll see if she's right it. next time, everyone. Not hate it, but I but I don't think she's going to love it. That's where I think we're going to be. And if you'll know, if you remember, last time I said, I think you're going to like this one. 
You were right. I was right. I am getting good at this. It is bound to happen occasionally. And it, it happens more than you like to admit. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that either. All right. And our final segment, and I talked to Beth about this so she knows it's coming. I may not have paid attention. Oh, no. Me. She definitely probably forgot about it. But what was your most iconic superhero moment in the movie? The most iconic superhero moment in the movie. For you. And it's just whatever moment I you know, but can you just shut up two seconds so I can think about it? I was filling airspace so that you could oh, think. Oh, you can cut it out later, remember? I can, but me, it's more me, fun me, to me, kind me, of me. have a... Fine. Most iconic superhero moment of... This one. You know, this one... When he swooped in on the stage when uh, Hammer was trying to show everybody, that was probably the most iconic superhero moment of the movie. And why? He's there to save everybody. That just seems superhero-y and that's what it, you know, that's how that one feels to me. Like he was, a lot of this movie he was all erratic and there he was back and he was the superhero of himself. So he's, he's focused he bursts in on the on the bad guy. And he knows what he's doing. Cool. Awesome. And what is your most super normal moment in this movie? Super normal? Yeah. So we have the you have the superhero. Because normally the idea I pitched was you have superheroes and you have their secret identities. We don't really get those that dichotomy, but they still have okay. times in and out of those suits. When he was watching the videos of his dad. Okay. And trying to, you know, sitting there, just have him playing in the background, uh, looking at his dad's formulas, I'm assuming is what was mostly written in the, those books, flipping through his dad's diaries, if you will. And then all of a sudden, his dad comes up and is talking to him. That was pretty cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, look at that. I paid attention, y'all. Hi, I, I am very impressed. And I am sure our listeners at home are as well. Go ahead and write in and call in. Uh, I'm not answering. Telegram in. Telegram. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Morse code, please. Yeah. Yes, yes. Tweet me in Morse code your response to that and how much you enjoyed it. And, and, th- and thank you. Have a nice tweet. day. <laughs> no, wait. I got to do... I haven't been able to figure out the, the closeout because I've been doing a thing at the end of each one. Because you say, and I'll say, thank you for your time. And uh, and you go, I'm Beth. And I go, I'm something. I haven't been able to figure this one out. There's no, like, I don't want to do I am Iron Man because it's the same one as last one. I'm clearly not. But I'm still Beth. And he's whatever he wants to call himself today. And I will add something later. Thank you. (laughs) Good night. Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters Y, D, K. See you there.